From CITI Program, I'm Darren Gaddis, and this is On Campus. Today, what is the Americans with Disabilities Act? What are accommodations in higher education? And how can we make institutions of higher education more inclusive? I spoke with Katie Washington, Director in the Office of Disability Access at the University of North Texas and currently serves on the Board of Directors for the Association of Higher Education and Disability as the President-Elect. As a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide legal advice or guidance. You should consult with your organization's attorneys if you have questions or concerns about relevant laws and regulations in this podcast. Additionally, the views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenter. Hi, Katie. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, and thank you for joining me today to talk about the Americans with Disabilities Act, or ADA, accommodations and their place in higher education. I'm glad to be here and happy to answer any questions that you have. This is a passion of mine. Let's go ahead and get the conversation started. What is the Americans with Disabilities Act, or ADA, and how does it impact higher education institutions? So uh, when you ask the question about what is the Americans with Disabilities Act, I think if I had to put it in simpler the simplest terms possible is that it is a um, civil rights act um, that is designed to protect disabled people against discrimination and also to ensure that they can fully participate in whether it's employment, uh, whether it's uh, a school, a university, a college, public transportation, um, entities that hold themselves out to the public. So it may be uh, like state and local governments, public accommodations, things like that. It, it's like a wide range of, of areas that that disabled people have to traverse. And how it affects higher education specifically is that as a state government entity, we have to make sure that we are having practices that aren't discriminatory and if we have barriers to access, then we provide accommodations or modifications to our disabled students here that avail themselves to our services. That is definitely a lot of information for us to unpack and think about. What is the difference between ADA and accommodations? And what do higher education professionals need to know? The ADA and accommodations are not necessarily different. It's just that um, the ability to provide accommodations is a mechanism for meeting the requirements of the ADA. Uh, The way I like to think about it is when someone sets up an environment, let's say an educational environment, a classroom, we want to make sure that from day one, you're setting that classroom up in a way that allows students uh, to traverse from one side of the classroom to the other, that when the uh, instructor is speaking or delivering their lecture, that all the students can understand the lecture. And so if we are creating the accessible environments at the very beginning, where where there's not discrimination, against a particular student because they have a certain barrier, whether it's hearing, whether it's vision, uh, then the reactive part is creating these accommodations. Thinking a little bit more about ADA and accommodations, 
A common question I have heard in higher education is, do you have to have an ADA disability to have an accommodation at your institution? The way I like to think about it is, if a student has a disability, then they do have the capacity, if they so choose to, to have accommodations at a higher education institution. Um, you know, one day in the future, we hope that there's some things in place where uh, they have, where our disabled students have the same experience as our non-disabled students, where they don't have to avail themselves to an office and go through this big long process in order to be able to have um, access in the classroom. But the way we have things set up now, uh, they do have to come into an office or communicate with the office on campus to create the accommodations that would be necessary. But we look at barriers more so than whether there's a, a, a disability because you can have a disability, but it not necessarily intersect with the educational environment. You really just spoke to or hinted at this climate higher education professionals who deal with ADA and accommodations are trying to create this campus climate in which accommodations or what students would need for an accommodation are already in place. In creating this larger community of care, how does the ADA and accommodations impact issues of equity and access? It's a big impact. Uh, but to me, when you think about equity, you're thinking about having a having something set up that recognizes that we are in different places. Sometimes you hear people talk about disability and you think about um, accommodations. They say, well, we want to be on an equal playing field when that's really not what we're looking for. We're looking for equity. We're not looking for equality because when you think about equality, you're thinking about it treating everyone the same. And that's not what this is about. This is about equity. This is about looking at, you know, the model I like to look at is if, all, if there's a, fi a house on fire in a neighborhood, you don't pour water on all the houses so that all the houses are equal. You pour water on the house that's on fire. And so when you think about equity, you think about making adjustments to handle the imbalances that the environment creates. And so that's, that's what we, we're striving for. We're striving for a place where um, we don't have to use accommodation to meet um, the letter of the law. We want to look at the spirit of the law. The spirit of the law is when you start looking at equity and access. In understanding the spirit of ADA more and working towards creating a community of care, what can we all do to foster a more inclusive environment on campus? Well, the first thing we can do is come from a place of understanding. Uh, we have to understand that, number one, <laughs> we are all members of the same community. And the only thing that separates us is that we all have different identities and experiences that makes us unique. And disability is one aspect of some of our identities that we have. And so it's an aspect of diversity. And then we have to realize that you know, as a community, we want all our members to feel included. We want them to feel welcomed. Uh, and we don't want them to necessarily feel like they're an afterthought. So 
when we think about the afterthought, we think about the student that decides that they want to go see the movie that's being played by um, campus activities. And they go in and they sit down and they happen to be a student with a hearing diagnosis and they and there's no closed captioning. So how would we feel about someone in our community not being able to enjoy what we enjoy? And so when we adopt universal design principles or just thinking about being a little flexible in how we present information, how we receive information, and how we have our students and our community members show that they understand the information, then there's less of a need for accommodations because everything's built in to the design because people care about their community members. Katie, what else do we need to know? What we need to know is life has a lot of ups and downs for all of us. And some of us are in a privileged position that we we navigate through our life and we don't necessarily have to depend on a law to make sure that we are able to get from one place to the other or be able to have an understanding of what a lecture was. And so if everyone just took a, an opportunity to learn um, about the disabled culture, just like they would learn about the racial culture or ethnic culture in the, you know, the overall uh, spectrum of diversity, then we would probably learn to be a more inclusive community, not only on our campuses, but outside of our campuses within the communities that we serve. Katie, thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for inviting me. This has been great. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to On Campus with CITI program to stay in the know. I also invite you to review our content offerings regularly as we are continually adding new courses and webinars that may be of interest to you. All of our content is available to you anytime through organizational and individual subscriptions. You may also be interested in CITI programs, a 21st century approach to ADA compliance, equity and access webinar. Please visit the CITI programs website to learn more about all of our offerings.